0: In today's broadcast of Maximize Your Medicare Weekly, we've got the beginning of a special enrollment period for individual health insurance, those who are not yet Medicare eligible. In addition to that, we got big deal, little deal, no deal. I promise not to rub it into you the fact that I picked the Tom Brady and the Buccaneers. I guess we just have one other question. Are we sure the Father of Time's undefeated? Crazy. (laughs) Welcome to the Maximizer Medicare Weekly. My name's Jay O. I'm a certified financial planner. I'm also the author of Maximizer Medicare, available on Amazon.com, anywhere you can buy a book. Not gonna be a problem. By the way, this book is yours free for first year, first time enrollees into GH2 Unfiltered. It's the place, it's a subscription site where I'm sharing facts about financial markets, other aspects about financial contracts, that I really can't share with you in public. It's there, GH2 unfiltered, less than $2 a month, sign up today. Now, we're about to begin the special enrollment period for the individual health insurance marketplace. It runs from February 15th through May 15th. A couple of important things to keep in mind. First, this does not work if you are in Already enrolled in Medicare. It does not work if you are trying to enroll in Medicare. If you've missed your Part B enrollment, that is still open, but it's not part of this special enrollment period. It happens to end at the end of March, not in the middle of May. So if you've not enrolled in Medicare Part B correctly, now's your chance. That period runs from January 1st through March 31st with your coverage date not starting until July of this year. There are reasons that people, crazy people, write books about Medicare. And the reason is that if you miss these deadlines, the payment, the penalties last forever. Now, back to the individual insurance marketplace. First, if you've already enrolled in healthcare.gov or your state-specific website, then The reality is you can change your plan within the same medallion. So if you have a silver plan and you wanted to change to another silver plan, you can do so on healthcare.gov or your state-specific health insurance portal. That is entirely doable. Second, for newcomers, I can't stress this enough, healthcare.gov, your state-specific marketplace is trickier than it appears and the reason is because of the handling of the advanced premium tax credit otherwise known as premium subsidy. What ends up happening is people make data entry errors and then what happens is you get assigned the wrong premium credit. So if you can get a hundred dollars and you just click blindly through the through the application and you're only awarded $5. You've left to $95 a month on the table. For that, you can click on the email or click on the on the link that I've included below and ask your private questions. Your first call to me is always free. The reality is is that it's getting trickier because of the way that people the fact that people don't understand that this is actually an income tax credit. You just kind of think, okay, well, my my premium is lower and you don't know where the money appears from. But the fact is, is this is a tax credit. That makes it an IRS matter, which means that you need to be able to understand exactly how you're reporting income. And for that, you may need financial advice. Now, There's a second point here, and one which is newly revealed, and I have not actually known it or revealed it in the the prior broadcast. I've known about the fact that February 15th through May 15th was a special enrollment period. But the fact of the matter is that individual carriers were not required to actually open off-marketplace plans. That is on a case-by-case basis. So... Let's just say, for example, that you don't want to go onto healthcare.gov and that your income levels disqualify you from receiving the advanced premium tax credit. In that instance, it can be advisable. In fact, you know, that's my hint to you, that it's in fact better for people to be electing plans off-marketplace. Why? The simple fact is that off-marketplace, the menu the choices, this number of different choices that you have is going to be greater. It's going to be greater than on the marketplace because the way this works is that number one, certain carriers did not actually participate in the marketplace. And number two is the fact that even if a carrier, let's call it carrier X, they're not necessarily showing the entire menu on the marketplace. Therefore, if you don't get the advanced premium tax credit, but you do want to enroll in individual health insurance because you're below 65 and you've missed the window and you want to enroll in health insurance, the reality is is that you can choose an on-marketplace plan. That is unrestricted. And then you'll have to go on a case-by-case basis whether or not an individual carrier, carrier Y, is actually also going to be opening the enrollment period, which it can do, but not participate on the marketplace. So that seems kind of confusing, but it's very, very clear in the sense that my implication here is very simple, which is that if you do not qualify for the advanced premium tax credit because you've exceeded the income level required in order to receive it, then it may be better to go off Marketplace. Now, the reality is, is that shopping for the correct plan off Marketplace can also be even more complicated because you don't have a very good consolidation of all of the plans available in your area. For that, again, these are complicated financial matters. This is not a 5. This is not like throwing away the coupon from the mail where you got, you know, your two for one deal at a fast food restaurant. This difference here is can be hundreds of dollars a month. Last point. If you have a special enrollment period as a result of loss of employment or loss of credible coverage from some other reason, I don't encourage using this special enrollment period. There are many different types of special enrollment periods, okay? It's not just a single one. There are other protections that exist under the Affordable Care Act, and I suggest using one of those. Why? Why am I, why am I this animated on this point? It's a fair question. The reason is because you can set your effective date retroactively and don't, this is the first time I'm revealing this here on this, on the weekly, which is let's say now it's the middle of February and you've let been, you've been let go from your job due to unemployment or your cover You've lost your coverage on February 4th. And then on February 7th, you got sick. And today you, you realize, oh, I have a special enrollment period. I I lost my health insurance on February 5th. The reality is, is that you can, under the Affordable Care Act, use a different special enrollment period and set the effective date back to February 1, which means that your illness on February 7th is then therefore covered. So, you know, what ends up happening is we see lots of tweets. I saw these tweets even by so-called experts out there, which said, oh, well, this isn't fair because my employer, you know, has mass layoffs and cut me off from from my benefits, which included health insurance. And, you know, I needed to insure my family or I needed to insure myself because I have a pre-existing condition. The reality is the Affordable Care Act has you covered but you actually need to understand the special enrollment periods and then how to use them. A lot's been made about GameStop and you can see over here we've got a picture of the video and my comments in the past. We also have the GH2 unfiltered. I spent a fair amount of time on GameStop and not actually because I care about GameStop. I don't. However, The ripple effects of the way that the investing community has behaved around GameStop is important. Let's talk about the takeaways here. Number one, nobody cares about GameStop. Look, let's say you're working in Thailand at the central bank. You're worried about the government pensioners. GameStop's not big enough to, to be on your radar. You simply don't care. You're talking about billions of dollars over, you know, four decades worth of liabilities. You're not, you don't give a lick about GameStop. However, what you do care about on GameStop, and the reason that you do need to stay involved, at least to understand what is going on, is the fact that there are these hedge funds, which are private investment companies, and they're both long meaning they think the stock price will go up, or short, meaning the stock price can go down. Now, before we get on our high horse, remember, you need differences of, of opinion in order to push prices higher. If everyone agrees on the price today, the price is never going to change. In other words, you need equal and, or you need opposing views. That way, when one side gets it wrong, they've got to react, right? So what basically what ended up happening is that people who were short GameStop, the price continued to go higher. People started to take losses. They say we can't take it anymore. And therefore they either had to, number one, they had to sell winners or number two, they had to cover their shorts. One of those two. Now, uh, there were a third group, right? And this is actually where it's going to big deal, little deal, no deal. I'll get to the point, I promise the basically all the actors have been called in front of congress they're supposed to be testifying you know this coming week there is the what robin hood ceo we have hedge fund managers both long and short the fact of the matter is this is no deal this is no deal and it's not no deal because this isn't the right set of people to ask the reason it's no deal is candidly the people that are going to be asking the questions aren't qualified. Period. That means our the, our elected officials are going to hold these people up and basically, for their own use, going to be saying, "Hey, look, I'm trying to defend Mr. and Miss, Mr., Mr. and Miss, every guy or every lady," and saying, that, "Okay, we're trying to to protect the innocent." Well, and here's my proof. I'm going to haul up these people, these actors up in front of the stage. Well, the reality is that only works if the people are qualified to ask the right question. As a result, in between big deal, little deal, no deal, this is no deal. That said, there are some certain things that you're going to want to hear. For example we're gonna wanna hear whether or not the SEC calls this manipulation. Because, you know, I found it very odd that we'd be able to just go on Robinhood, start typing away and spewing out the different types of opinions to try to hype a stock up. Now, the counterbalances that, okay, well, this happens on Wall Street anyway, that to me is kind of bogus. And the reason is, is that those persons are regulated, right? And in addition to that, You could also say, well, those they're colluding against someone else. I think that that's going to be very difficult to prove. The ones that I want to hear from are the ones who are lending to hedge funds or lending to the investing community because they're allowing people on Robinhood, mom and pop, 28 year old new investors, seeing a new app called Robinhood and clicking They're allowing people to borrow to invest. The problem that that creates is that all of a sudden, you know, if it goes down, all of a sudden they have to pay back what they've borrowed. Now, a hedge fund, they're used to this. They know this, right? That's why you had, you're going to see Melvin Capital up there taking a bath. Why? Because they basically pulled up their stakes and said, look, we can't take this loss any longer. That's enough. They cut it off. They, survive, they can survive as an ongoing business. They took a cap, capital infusion. Mom and pop, however, doesn't have that type of resource. They don't have that way out. And now the issue here is the fact that Robin Hood's being used as a platform, not only for individuals. I'm very convinced that there are professionals in there who are also talking about these individual, not only to get a litmus test about where the where the information flow is going, but in addition to throw in additional facts. And the reason I say that is because I've read through some of these subreddits. There's no way that those persons could simply comment about financial markets in that way without being an insider without being directly involved in, in capital markets and the way it actually works. And the reason I know is because I've been there, meaning that there's no, you can just tell by the language that they use in their little subreddit entry. That's no way an amateur. So in addition to that, what the Congress should be asking is not in fact, you know, what happened with GameStop? How does that work? That is, you know, trivial. That's been going on well before 2021. However, the question is about the ripple effect on whether or not we should be allowing other persons to borrow and to what degree and then how to fix that. Because basically what we're having, going to have right now, we're going to have this, you know, I haven't seen it too much, which is kind of more surprising than anything else which is what I have not seen is I've not seen the retail person, the 29 year old saying, look, I lost all my money because I thought that games, you know, diamond hands and this, that, and the other, and that GameStop would keep running. Well, it's now $60 a share or thereabouts down about what that makes it somewhere around 80% from the high. And now all of a sudden at those price points, remember for every seller, there's a buyer. Someone got left holding the bag. Whether or not that's a retail person or whether or not that person should be involved whatsoever, that, however, can be the point of the congressional hearings. What we're going to see is no deal. This segment, I wasn't really sure. Is it big deal, little deal, no deal, or is it see me after class? It can't really be see me after class because, you know, we don't have a resolution yet. But, Instead, I'd just call this, you know, an exclusive based on what would be an example, what will be showing up in GH2 unfiltered. Here it is, right here. Up on your screen is a post from a group called Hindenburg Research, and basically, it is an independent group that creates different types of, you know, exposés, if you will. And the one here caught my attention for very important reasons. The main reason here is because it's dealing with something called Clover Health. Now Clover Health is a SPAC, and before we get into Wall Street jargonese, basically it's a special purpose vehicle, and they're basically created a health insurance company called Clover Health. Up here, this research report on this website, the link here in the post, and whether that be on podcast or here on the YouTube channel, basically what ends up happening is you're talking about a particular business. That business happens to be health insurance. And most directly related to this crazy book and this channel is they are a Medicare Advantage carrier. So let's continue. Now, obviously it got my attention for a number of reasons. We will get to it. Now, Basically, this company is new. You can see it is listed on the NASDAQ under that ticker. The issue here is the fact that this company is a Medicare Advantage carrier. And right here. Thinly disclosed subsidiary called Seek Insurance. Unbiased advice on settling, selecting Medicare plans. It claims we don't work for insurance companies, we work for you, despite literally being owned by Clover, an insurance company. So now you can see the issue. You can see other posts, other things here, and also on GH2 unfiltered. I do not like this entanglement. Meaning the following that i would much rather have if i'm the consumer look i'm a financial person i know a lot about financial contracts i know silly things about financial contracts that i should have already ejected from my memory unfortunately they clutter my brain for better or worse that however, means that I'm also not saying I'm a medical professional, right? I tell you up front, I am not the beholden employee to any particular carrier. I don't care. And by I don't care, what I mean is that if you want a Ford car, you get a Ford car. If you want an Aston Martin because you can afford it and that is your dream car, so be it. There's no incentive for me intentionally to say this carrier above all other carriers. Candidly, we get paid. If you ask me which company pays the most, I won't be able to tell you. I have no idea. I am too busy to even worry about this stuff. It also tells you what I object to, which is that whenever there's a party in here that isn't revealing a financial interest, an extra one, now I've got a problem. This is the problem that I have when you receive these letters from your doctor or from a hospital system in your local community. That is saying, okay, sign up to this Medicare Advantage plan. There are other financial incentives built into this system, so as a result, this I'm not calling it that. Don't, <laughs> don't accuse me of calling me that. This looks and feels like an entanglement, which if another variation of that could look like kickback. You get into these financial situations, and this happens in commercial matters all the time, right? For example, your, I don't know, your plumber says go to a particular, apl- here's where you can get replacement sinks right and the, and it happens to be the owner of the sink shop is the plumber's brother okay guess what ha- guess what business this doesn't occur this occurs in every business no problem where do you know that right if you're an adult you know this this is what you have as a common fact however in this instance the issues that i've already mentioned are the following a The doctor or hospital may receive a financial incentive they're not telling you. B, Let's say, for example, that plan is good for the doctor, but not for another doctor or another problem, or it's got some other financial ripple effect on you, which makes that plan over here inefficient for you. Now all of a sudden you've got your beloved doctor or your trusted doctor or hospital who says go to this particular plan over here, even though this plan over here is far superior in other areas. And on balance, it become the efficient choice. Now all of a sudden it puts you as the consumer in a very uncomfortable, disadvantaged situation. So I'll get off the soapbox here because the reality is, is that this is about trying to make sure that you get the full set of information And you can see where I'm concerned. This thing here, this article here is talking about that. You can see it here. Saying somebody's unbiased or independent, okay? Now, I'm telling you I'm unbiased and independent because like I said, I don't care. You want to buy a Ford, fine. You want to buy an Aston Martin, fine, right? I don't have a horse in this race. And the way I solve it is I just align to everyone. Therefore, that becomes unbiased independent, not to mention all these crazy letters that you see at the bottom of the screen here, all of which tell me that I've got to be putting my hand up and saying, I'm going to do this. I'm not going to do this. Most importantly, I'm going to fulfill my fiduciary responsibility. Now, let's continue on here into this. And you should go and it, it is difficult to read exactly what is going on here if you're not an expert in financial matters and in financial markets. Well, you're here on the channel that's me. Let's continue on here. This is our opinion, etc. and now what they're doing here is they're disclosing the fact that this company is under active investigation by the Department of Justice. This is now an issue. They've not disclosed this to the public, right? You can see here. It has been fined for med- misleading marketing practices by the CMS. So there are a bunch of red flags here around this carrier. Does it, oh yeah, by the way, I'm just Does this mean that they won't fulfill their financial responsibilities if you are actually a cloverm policy owner? No, it, I'm not going to say that. I'm not going to say that. I'm not saying that they're going to break their financial obligations under the contract. No. Sales practices, this is an issue. Our research, much of Clover's sales seem to be fueled by misleading marketing to the elderly and major undisclosed related party deal with Clover's head of sales. This is an issue, right? So I was talking about insidious or unrevealed, but this one here is blatant. Note that this is not proven, and that's why it's not part of see me after class. This is why it's not big deal, no deal, little deal. right? In other words, these are under investigation. That does not mean guilty. I need to say that. This does not mean guilty. This one is the issue. So I've made note of this on multiple occasions, which is that What actually happens when you enroll in a Medicare Advantage plan is is that the policy owner gets covered, and to you, it's transparent. No problem. In the background, what is happening is that the insurance company is receiving a per diem from the federal government, the CMS. The issue is, how can they survive if all the sickest persons signed up to a Medicare Advantage plan. And the reason that they can survive is they get more money for job of the hut. Okay, so let's just say that now again, back to my silly analogy, which is that let's just say the insurance company has two, two policy owners only. Mr. Perfect over here, job of the hut over here. They both sign up to the Medicare Advantage plan. The reality is that the per diem going to Jabba the Hut is much larger than that of to Mr. Perfect. Now let's just say, for example, that the company says, look, we have zero missed perfects, Mr. Perfects. We have two Jabba the Huts. What do we get? We get two times the bigger amount of money. Let's say one of these Jabba the Huts is actually Mr. Perfect. And the reality is this is what it was going on when the company told you instead that there were two job of the huts now you can see the issue the insurance company would collect extra per diems over here compared to over here and now what do they do they would pocket the money and this is upcoding that you see in quotes on your screen it's not going to be the only case if you Googled it. This is a systematic risk of Medicare Advantage. The reason I've stopped and slowed down is because guess what this per diem, guess where this money comes from to pay the per diems? They come from tax dollars. You could say why, why am I making such a big deal of this? It's a small company, largely in New Jersey. And why am I making a big deal of this? Because, you know, it's this SPAC, which happens to be, you know, on the NASDAQ. It's not a large company in the scheme of things. It doesn't show up on UnitedHealthcare's, you know, competitor list necessarily. That said, what the reason for this caught my attention at all is because Clover is owned by this person here. Don't ask me to pronounce his name. I will get it wrong. Anything longer than two to three letters and I get lost. So you can understand. But this is a high profile person. He's a part owner of, I wanna call it the, the Warriors or has been in the past, the Golden State Warriors, a billionaire. So congratulations to him you know he is many 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 times smarter than i am no problem i don't have take of you know the number of people that qualify for that description is basically endless that said you can see the irony and the reason i'm slowing down this person has been all over cnbc all over it he's on social media left right and center and one of the flags that he's waving is this idea of everyday person empowerment on robin hood and this that and the other and trying to call securities market as heavily bent against the everyday person (laughs) now this i find laughable How do you think this person made the money? This person made the money by, in fact, knowing how financial markets work and using it to his favor to get his net worth. So now once made, now he what? Jumped off one horse to get (laughs) to be the jockey of another horse, which happens to be going the other way. So now you can understand that I am like stunned, right? Because while it seems like he's championing, you know, this cause or that cause or whatever, the thing he's now criticizing is in fact the one that he is now being accused of actually manipulating. The irony is steep. You don't have to look very far. That's it for this weekly. Be sure to like and subscribe to the channel. It does help other people discover all the information I'm giving out here for free. In addition to that, don't forget about the special offer at GH2 Unfiltered. I'm Jay. I'm the author of Maximize Your Medicare. Speak with you next time.